Hi, everyone. Welcome to Hollywood Sports Mom. Thanks for joining us again. We have Melissa Vogel with us, backed by popular demand and because she's one of my coolest friends. Hi, Melissa. Hello. How's life in California? What's going on? It's been really hot, really dry. I thought we were just going to be like, poof, and just like explode and be gone. But we got rain. That's what everyone's saying. I know. But then they complain about the rain, don't they? (laughs) Yes. And no one knows how to drive in it. Yeah. No one. No one. I know. But this people, Michigan girl does. But you what? I bet. And same with me being a New Yorker. But, you know, the thing people don't understand and to defend my friends in L.A. for a minute or California is that because it doesn't rain a lot. Well, at least in L.A., L.A. It doesn't rain a lot. Right. Comparatively speaking to San Fran and other places. But um, it doesn't rain a lot. And everyone says, oh, they don't know how to drive. But but the roads are slick because the oil builds up on them. Right. Isn't that the issue? Yes, this is definitely true. So when yeah. it first starts hitting, it's like. Slip and slide. (laughs) Totally. Uh And it's kind of like, you know, I'm in North Carolina now and people make fun of North Carolinians and say, oh, they don't know how to drive in the, like the people up North, you know, oh, they don't know how to drive in the snow. They get two inches and they close the schools. No. is again, what they don't realize about this particular environment is that we don't, we get a little bit of snow. We get ice because we're kind of half South, half North. So you walk out of your home and just slide up on your behind. You know what I mean? And it's like, no, we're not just driving. We're scared to drive in fluffy stuff. We love the fluffy stuff. We're scared of ice. Um, Anyway, we got, we got downpoured, like couldn't see. Oh, oh yeah. Was that the hurricane? Did you get remnants of the hurricane? Yes. That's why you never get a hurricane out there. Never, never. So, I mean, it lasted like five minutes, but still was fun. My kids were out on the trampoline, jumping in the rain. I'm like, oh God, there's thunder and lightning. (laughs) Yeah. No, get off the trampoline with metal around it. The metal poles. You're surrounded by metal poles. Do you want to know something? Okay. This is so California. It's great because they are technically California kids, right? So my, so is my husband and he brings my little guy out, which I appreciate. They go out, you know, after in the evening to play, but you know, I'm looking at the weather channel radar because I'm always on the radar, you know, looking at what's coming, especially in North Carolina where we have tornadoes and crazy shit. And uh-huh. and it's like lightning strikes all over. And my husband's like, oh, we're fine. It's just sprinkling and we're up on the upper playground, you know, the metal slides and everything else. And I'm like, are right, is anyone else out there? No, it's great. It's just me and him. No one's out there because no one wants their kids being struck by lightning. Get off the damn metal slides. Anyway, okay. Oh. Welcome. I'm so <laughs> life. I'm so glad you're back for more uh, real talk. So Melissa was on a couple weeks ago and again is the host of the Bomb Bomb Mom podcast, B-O-M-B, in case I'm Bob. Nobody can. Right. Yeah. Bomb Mom, which is the greatest wording, by the way, um, because she is a bomb mom. Um, and her Instagram is it's Melissa Vogel. V as in Vixen is what I like to say. It feels fitting. <laughs> um, so we were out a couple weeks ago and we had so much fun talking about, I don't know, we talked about Mariah Carey. We talked about um, game shows gone awry. We talked about <laughs> crazy, creepy stuff. We both learned you can sell online. Um, so it's real life stuff. And that's what Melissa's podcast is about, which is why I love it. And I like to throw in some, some, you know, light shows, uh, just talking about life and talking about people I met along the way, like you, and um, just fun life stuff. So we're going to hit it today. And I know we talked about it offline. We decided we were going to we were going to reveal to each other our worst dates ever. OK, wow. now, Melissa, you're totally in a happy relationship. 
I'm married, happy relationship. So we're just kind of reminiscing here <laughs> about the worst dates. By the way, do you have a visual of like, like I have a visual because some of my ex-boyfriends might watch this of them sitting there like, oh, shiz, like <laughs> am I going down right here? And it's not. <laughs> no. Don't worry. You guys who are friends with <laughs> It's not about you. Yeah, um, no, not about them. No, mm-hmm. you're you're good. You're good people. Um, okay, I want you to go first, and I'm I'm bracing myself because I have no idea where you're going with this or what you're going to say. Hit it. Yeah, I was kind of warning you before. It's it's a little triggering, but and and I'm new to the dating world. I was married for right. years, and I'm recently divorced, and I got thrown back into the dating, pool. which is a whole different world now. Oh my god. And it's so scary and men are scary and disgusting and gross. See, I I miss this all. I don't miss it. I mean, I missed it, you know, like I I got, I got out of the game right when texting was starting, which is great because yeah. No, it's a whole, whole new world that I was not prepared for, but I was willing to take it out. Okay. Luckily, yes, yes. Luckily now I'm, I have a wonderful boyfriend. Love him to death. Um, that's great. But you know, when you're back out in the dating world, um, you it's scary because you don't know who to trust. You're like, yeah. oh my God, am I being like this old bag that doesn't want to give this guy a shot because I got all these issues now? You know, it's so you question yourself right. too. Right. Like your own yeah, totally. Your you background. Know, yeah. 20 year old just being like, Yeah, I'll go on a date with you. Sure, yeah. you know? Yeah. Yeah. So being in the gym world. I'm a gym rat. Yeah. I, I do shower and get pretty and I'm yeah. on set and audition. You, you all do. Too, but- go to her Instagram. You'll see the pictures. Okay. Uh-huh. Yeah, I do look like a human sometimes. Um, <laughs> it's Melissa so Vogel, Instagram. Okay, Melissa go ahead. Vogel. <laughs> but I am like, my environment is the gym a right. lot and I'm, I'm around a lot of men. And of course, naturally that's going to be the first, I guess, dating yep. options to deal with and stuff. And, uh, I'm the only female in there a lot of the time. So all the women stick over on the cardio machine or the elliptical oh, or they're just right. not there. Right. Yeah. Right. So and you're I over am, there. You're over there doing the like. <laughs> I am in there. I'm you're like, there. bro, hardcore. <laughs> those, are, those are my dumbbells. Why did you just take them, dude? Like, what's going on here? You're showing those them all up. Yeah. Okay. Like those. Those are mine. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but this, there's a couple of guys, you know, that they, they'll ask you out, and I'm like, no. And there's this one guy who was really persistent, kind of a bigger guy, you know, and he was cute, totally cute, totally good looking, and I'm like. Oh my God, Melissa, just do it. Like, stop yeah. being such a whim. Go on a date with him, you know. Um, I met him at dinner mm-hmm. and I was like, you're not going to know where I live. You're not going to pick me up. Mm-hmm. Um, even though I live in a total gated community. So, right, right, like, right. I am going to be smart female when I yes. enter the dating world. Yes. And uh, so I met him at the restaurant and then he wanted to, you know, do dinner and a movie after. And I'm like, sure, fine. And we get to the restaurant and I meet him there and then we could just walk over to the theater. and. He was kind, you know, he, he, good conversation, talked a lot about himself, didn't talk and ask me a whole lot about me. Mm-hmm. I'm like, okay. And I'm just mm-hmm. like, little red flag. Yeah. Red yeah. Flag, Sign number know? one. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. And then at one point during dinner, he put his hand under the table on my knee and I'm like, ew. Yeah. I was just kind of like, eh. they're like, well, I'm going to go to the bathroom. No, <laughs> you know, that's like be a... nice. Okay. It, yeah, it totally creeped me out. And I was like, that was weird. I'm like texting my friend. I'm like, is that normal? Do dudes do this? And they're like, no, I've never had that happen before. I'm like, okay. okay no, well, that's like date. a fourth date thing. That's like, oh, we've gone on. We may have made out some other stuff. Like, and now yeah. I feel comfortable enough to touch your leg under the table. That's not first date. Yeah. I think he was trying to feel the water of like, 
are we hooking up after? You know, and I'm like, I don't know. I think that's what he was going yeah. for. Yeah, of course. And I come across as, um, I don't know, I, I can have resting bitch face totally, mm-hmm. or I can be like super sweet. And I looked really nice and I had my wedges on and my little shorts, <laughs> the the wedges. Tank, you know, like, of course, I was oh, yeah. total female, Yeah, but I can handle myself if I need to. Black I, belt. She's a black belt. Ever do, Second degree black belt. Yeah. Don't. Second degree black belt. Don't ever around. I train jujitsu now. I'm still a white belt, but I have, You're I have so three badass. stripes. You're so badass. <laughs> so I come back from the bathroom and, you know, he's sitting a little bit closer now. He, he moved oh, his chair He migrated. Over. He migrated. And I was very aware um, to not drink anything once I got back. I don't know, call me paranoid, but I was like, mm, I just left my food and my drink there. That was That's stupid. Right. Right? That is a really good call. Yeah. Uh-huh. I'm like, I totally just left it. So I'm like, I'm good. You know, like whatever you want, I want to save room for popcorn. And um, <laughs> he just didn't, he, I could tell he didn't really care. He didn't ask me anything about my kids. Right. He and was, I'm yeah. like, I'm very upfront about having children. Like this is not something I hide. Like, yeah, this is just, you're proud of I'm, them. Yeah. It's your I'm life. Whole package. Didn't ask me anything about them. So I'm like watching and listening to all this. So we get to the movie theater. Um, and he bought my ticket. He bought my popcorn. He bought dinner. I'm like, those are good things. Yeah. And uh, we get into the theater and it starts, you know, and they're doing the preview. Oh, no, I'm scared because the lights are going down. I'm scared. Uh-huh. The lights are going down. What's the um, movie, by the way? Do you, or have you blocked it out? <laughs> I, You know, I can't remember. I was thinking about that before we started. I'm like, what the did we go to? You don't want to remember. Okay. I'm like, I can't remember. The lights are starting to go out. He does the reach. Okay. So he puts his arm around me and I'm like, okay, I'm fine with the arm, you know? And again, I'm like self-conscious and I'm like, don't be a weirdo, you yeah, know? Yeah, like, you're totally, uh, it's ruined by now, but keep going. I know yeah, it's going to get worse. It does. It gets really worse. Um, and he has the popcorn in between us. He's holding it and then he like moves it. And then he starts bringing me in closer and he leans over. He starts kissing my neck and starts doing other things. And I'm like, <laughs> yeah, no, I, you know, I'm like, no, thanks. You know, I just kind of want to watch the movie and stuff. And he's like, gets back in his seat. He's kind of like angrily getting back in his seat. And I'm like, are you okay? And he's like, no, you know, it's just, I, I thought, you know, you were into this and everything. And I'm like, no, I, I, I am, but and I should have been more aggressive then. And yep. Will comes back. We had more conversation a little bit. You know, we, there wasn't many people in the theater right. at all. There was right. maybe like two other couples. And then right. that was it. Because it was later by now. And he starts coming on my leg. Going, I had shorts on. Going up my shorts. Stop. Grabs, grabs the I'm like, I'm going to get raped in the movie theater. I told you, worst date ever. Starts going up my up my shorts coming around and now he's got the back of my neck doing what um, what's he doing with- trying to like just push me closer because I'm like this now you know I'm like yeah, getting yeah. away while his hand is traveling up oh my gosh um, no, this is scarring this is like I told you it was totally triggering yeah yeah um and I like stood up and I like threw my elbow on his face and I stood up and I literally grabbed his throat like I, I like grab, like you grab yeah, right yeah. here. Oh, good to uh, know. And I was just like, <laughs> well, because you can feel like the separation, then men have Adam's apple. Oh. And I just grabbed it so hard. I thought I was just going to rip it out. And I was just like, don't you ever 
touch me again. I was like, I can't believe I came out here with you. And I'm like, I will tell everyone about this. Like, this is not like our little secret. I was just like going off and everyone in the movie theater stood up and this guy came over. He's like, are you okay? And I'm like, no, I'm not. Oh my gosh. I'm like, I will literally kill you right now. And I just got my stuff and I left. And um, I saw him at the gym. Like a couple uh, That was my next question. Mm-hmm. And he had the balls to come up to me and was like, I just wanted to apologize. You know, I just misread the situation. I'm like, no, bro, you overstepped the line. And I got really loud at the gym. Yeah. And then a couple of other guys, you know, because they're not all jerks. They're all. Of course. And you got protective. Of yeah. And they're like, Certainly. you know, you got those couple guys that are your friends and they're protective of you. And they're like, is he bothering you? I'm like, yes, he is. He I'm pretty sure he was going to try and rape me in the movie theater a couple weeks ago. And they were like, and they kicked but, him out. They took his gym membership and everything. Really? I love it. Mm-hmm. They're like, we, we stand by you. We'll protect you. Yeah. I, I just don't understand how some guys like. I'm sweating. Like, I, I know just rehashing it. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. No, and I'm fine. sorry that happened because. Women need to know. Women need to know that this really happens. This really happens. And it's funny because my story is not too far off from yours. Um, uh, but where, like. Where does the mindset come from? In my scenario, mine, mine's dealing with an athlete, which I'll tell you about. So it's like, I, I'm not at all cutting him any slack, but it's like, I guess when you have girls throwing at themselves at you all the time, you just think, you know, I think it's that automatic shoot. Dude. Really? So but when you, when you say he was big, do you mean he was like a big guy? Yeah. Yeah. Big, good muscle, six yeah. pack, like yeah. good looking dude. But, but there's like a social inadequacy there, right? Absolutely. I mean, it's just That's putting it nicely, right? Because I think I've had, I've had a really, really bad, really bad, which would be a whole nother episode, sexual assault in my past, right. um, which, you know, I just ended up getting a ride home from someone. Cause I was a little 16 year old girl who was desperate for a ride home. I didn't want to miss curfew. And it's a terrible story, but that's for another time. Um, but you know, the one I'm going to tell is, is, you know, kind of similar to yours, but it has some interesting, maybe even a little bit of humor in it because I, I find humor in everything, <laughs> but, um, but it's terrible, but it's the same thing. It's like, and, and I mean, then I look back at the other guys I dated, including my husband now, and they were just such, they were gentlemen, you know, there yeah. wasn't this presumption of we're hitting it on day one is in no. the movie theater, no less. What exactly did you think was going to happen? Right. <laughs> you know, like, yeah. And, you know, yeah. it just, listen, I, I know, I know. It's like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Worst day. But I have the stories now to share with my daughter when she's age, age appropriate yep. and warn them and, you know, and, and other women will hear this and they will be like, oh, that wasn't cool. He put his hand on a table. That was a warning sign. Totally. Or, like, or he didn't ask you questions about yourself. Mm-hmm. Which and is weird too. So weird. And I made a big scene. Yeah. I And I think he was expecting me to be quiet and just yep. like whatever. And yep. it's okay to make a scene. Yeah. You need to. That That is the big lesson. And that's one of the first things they tell you too. And noise. You know what I mean? In any self-defense or anything else is people respond to noise. Um, and, uh, they're uh, okay. And not all men yours now. Yeah. (laughs) Mine has a little bit of humor in it because it's so me and I'm such an idiot, but, um, 
you know, so mine is, you know, back in my ESPN days, I had this friend named Maura. Uh, Maura has passed away recently and it was very sad. And she was one of my dear friends and I miss her terribly, Aww. but, but I'm not going to make this sad because I talk a lot of sad things about how much I miss Maura. I'm going to make this a happy thing because this is why I miss her because she's just one of a kind and her personality was absolutely hysterical, but she was a major, major uh, sports producer, probably maybe the most famous female sports producer. Um, and so we're, she worked with me at ESPN forever and we're in our offices one day and she would always be like, she's like a producer, but like she's barreling all over. She's, she's on six phone calls with six different athletes. She's that kind of kid. She was just one of a kind. So she's hustling by my, uh, office one day. It was a Monday. I remember, I think it was a Monday and it was like early in the week, you know, the business week starting and she stops, she comes back to my office. She goes, Carol, we're going out tonight. Be ready at like, you know, nine o'clock. And I'm like, uh, cause I'm like, I don't want to go out on a Monday or Tuesday night, you know, like I want to be home in bed. So I'm like, actually Maura, I can't. She goes, the, the Rangers are playing at the garden. The game's going to be over. We're going to meet out with the Rangers at, you know, this club in the meatpacking district. And all of a sudden my schedule cleared like <laughs> miraculously. I'm like, Oh, the Rangers. <laughs> okay. I think I'm available. So, so I meet up with Maura and we go to this, um, we go to this, club in the meatpacking district. I forget the name of it, but, um, and we're sitting in this big booth and it's with all the New York Rangers, you know, all these hot hockey players. And there was this one guy who just started paying a lot of attention to me. And he was very sweet and kind of romantic. And I think he was French Canadian. I don't know, but he spoke, you know, with a French type of accent. And so we get, he says, you know, I want to see you again. You know, I'm doing a terrible accent, but it was something like that. So it was all good. And so we get in the cab to go home and Maura's like, Carol, because this is how like, she was just the best. Carol, this is the guy for you. Okay. Do you know he's a cancer survivor? He had cancer, Carol. Like, this is the guy you're, you're going to marry. Like, this is it. I set it up tonight. And I'm like, oh, okay. You know, wow. He's got a big story. Like. Yeah, I look forward to going out with them, whatever. So we meet up at this restaurant <laughs> probably like a week or two later. And I remember same thing at the restaurant. Did not ask me a thing about myself. <laughs> what is up with that? And which should have been a tip off, you know, and may have had way too many leather bracelet bracelets for me to like, okay, should have been a, should have been a red flag. I don't know, but I was just like, <laughs> whatever. Okay. So, um, so we're sitting there and now this is where, and I want your honest opinion at the end of this, because I, this is my blonde moment and the opposite of you. Cause listening to your story, I'm like, okay, now I feel even dumber, but I was like, so we're, we're out at a restaurant and it's right by my apartment. I'm like, listen, I said, the Grammys are coming on in a little bit and the black eyed peas are opening. Well, this is when the black eyed peas first came out, you know, and wow. all anybody cared about was Fergie and her abs and everything else including me. So I'm like, dude, like when dinner's done, let's, do you mind? Like I'm dying to see the black eyed peas open the Grammys and you know, he's like, okay, sure. So we go up to my apartment and you know, I'm sitting there worried about <laughs> not missing the opening. And I sit down on the couch and he's just like, do you want to fuck? And I'm like, <laughs> I'm oh like, what? <laughs> and he goes, fuck. And I go, what? Like, I'm thinking he's saying like flock, like a bird or something. And I'm like, what? Cause there's or floss, you floss. I floss me. <laughs> and I'm like, and, and like you, no poker face. Like I was just like, ew. Right? No. I'm like, 
No, like Fergie's abs are on TV. Like that's all. (laughs) And he's gropey and he's just like, but there was, it was just gross. It was gross. And it was like, like you're saying, it was almost the same character. Like no social awareness of let me talk to this nice girl. Cause the first night he kind of did a little bit, you know, but then it was like when I was alone with them and I wasn't around everyone else, it became really, really weird. And to your point, the next day I was like affected. I was like, like I wasn't yeah. totally like mopey about it, but I went to work and there was this producer who sat in the office next to me. His name's Jacoby. He actually hosts a show now on ESPN called Jalen and Jacoby, which is like a big hit. And Jacoby's the best. He was a producer mm-hmm. back then with me. And, and I walked in, I'm like Jacoby, cause he's just such a real dude. I'm like, can we go for coffee? I just need to like hash something out for with you and he's so sweet like we went out for coffee we sat there for two hours just rehashing like everything every move the guy made and like you know what I mean I mean it got to a point and I don't mean to this is terrible to even say but it was just like I I was kind of just at a point where I was like whatever like feel my boob I don't care just leave like (laughs) seriously like I just was like leave because now I'm in my apartment you know and then there's another Another guy friend of mine who was like, well, you invited him back to your place. What did you expect? And that's where I was like, I guess I'm naive. And like, see, you didn't do that. But for me, I didn't have as much bad stuff going on at the dinner. You know what I mean? And and I said, is that a new rule that I miss that if I invite you back to my place, it's automatic sex? Did I miss that? Yeah, I I think that's like the latest thing. I'm not sure. I'm not sure either. But when this guy's and this guy's a friend of mine, he said that to me. I was like, really? And it can't be the latest thing because like I said, I dated all these other guys who were wonderful and they came back to my place and it wasn't about that. Right. You yeah. know what I mean? It was about getting to know you and hanging out and a make out yeah. or whatever. You know what I mean? But right. it wasn't right away. Do you want to F O C K or whatever? Just, <laughs> no, it was my boyfriend came over for the first time when he actually came over. My kids weren't there and I let him in the house and he cooked me dinner and we like talked all night. Like, cause he wanted to know to get to know, get to know me. I, I, yeah. Like I just, I, I don't get it. And it's interesting. Cause I went back to Mora cause you know, she's friends with all these New York Rangers and I'm like, Mora. And I tell her the story because, you remember, she's like, this is the guy for you. You're going to marry him. I tell her the story. And I remember her distinctly sitting there smoking her cigarette with this really pensive look. She goes, you know, the more I think about it, some cancer survivors are the biggest dickheads I know. And I'm like, thanks. (laughs) So you found that one for me. (laughs) And I could say that because I just had a little bout with cancer. So I'm allowed to say that. But it's the truth. It's like, oh, my gosh. Oh my gosh, I know. You know what? Now that I think about it. Yeah, like now that I think about it, a little more dickheads. Great. Um, Okay, okay, yeah. So and I'm going to do a whole episode because you hit upon two things. First, like, you know, like the signs to look for of I'm in a bad scenario, which mine wasn't, yours was a little bit more, I'd say dangerous, or there's probably a better word I could use than mine. Like I, I didn't feel totally like, you know, I was going to be raped or anything. Like he just expected that of me. And I guess because right. he's an athlete, you know what I mean? I guess that's what girls do. Like they yeah. just, there's no banging around the bush. There's just, you know what I mean? It's just straight mm-hmm. to it. It's just not how I roll at all. And, um, but in your scenario, yeah, there's good for you for 
piping up and screaming up. And these are the things we need to teach. And, you know, you hit upon not leaving your drink at the table. And some people would be like, oh my gosh, that's extreme. No, no, no. That happens all the time. Well, I wonder now what, what would have, was he going to do something and then take advantage of me in the theater while I'm all like crazy right? and, and help you out and then into his car and who knows. Right. Yeah. Uh, in this day and age, you just, you can't, you can't be dumb. Well, and that, yeah. And it reminded me, I have a whole nother episode to do because my drink did have something put in it <laughs> at a huge ESPN party, mm-hmm. not ESPN's fault by any means. It was like right. 3000 people are their biggest parties. And I don't know why it was put in my drink. I don't know, but it's a story for another time. But let me tell you, it was very, very scary. In fact, I told it on a radio show about a year ago. My dad said, I could never listen to that story again. He was so upset because of the ramifications. So good for you for thinking of that. See, because, and for me, it was just, I ordered a drink at a bar at a busy party and I probably turned my head for a minute and that's all it takes. Like it's, you know, you're catching Mm -hmm. up with someone and your drinks over here, but um, anyway, okay. No more negativity. We need, we we need, (laughs) but this is good. This is good because I'm going to make all my nieces listen to this because this is the important stuff. And this is, partially why I do my podcast is to share things like this. Okay. Do you have a good celebrity story or a good date story or a good, if not, I'll hit you with one. My, yeah, well, I got to give props to my boyfriend, you know, yeah. because no, that's a good start our, cooking dinner. God, it must've been like, I don't know, maybe a couple weeks in and stuff. And I work just crazy hours. Like I work weird hours. All of a sudden I'll be like, Oh, I got yeah. an audition. Like, yeah. sorry, I got to do this or whatever. And this one night I had a call and I, I do training calls at different times because we're working with different time zones and stuff. And I'm right. like in the middle of like our date, you know, like we're here and I'm like, I got to sneak away and go do this call, but I'll come back. Wait, you're and doing came, a training call. Yeah. That's awesome. And I'm like, you you might hear me because I get really passionate. And yeah, like, that's what I'm go. thinking. Totally. <laughs> Working like, up no. a sweat. Yeah. He's like, no, I brought a book, you know, and I'm like, okay, you, you sure you don't mind? I'm like, I'll be out in an hour. And he's like, no, it's fine. You know, and I come out and he like had all the whole, I mean, he probably could have lit the house on fire, but he had all these lights. He had gone to the store and lit the whole living room and candles. That's and sweet. So sweet. Like that's what's important to remember. And still didn't like expect anything, you know, it wasn't like expected. And those are the things that you look out for though. Like the tiny little gestures like that. So I had, I had to get props up. Yeah, no, I know. (laughs) And I'm blessed with the same type of guy who just all the time, there's a surprise, you know, for me or like a gift and not, it's not even about the gifts. It's about the gesture and yeah, yeah, the thoughtfulness. I know. And just, just, there are sweet, sweet, nice normal yes, guys out there but um, there are yeah and i yeah okay i'll tell you my uh, i'll tell you one random funny story it has nothing okay. to do with dating okay uh, <laughs> give it to me because it has to do with peyton manning but it does harken back to maura my friend who is a producer so maura again the best she's like carol come work on come work on the sb awards with me and i'm like okay what's my role she goes i don't know you just need to be with me in case i need something okay <laughs> Because there's always something that comes up. And Maura was the you know, head of the whole show. So um, I'm there and we're at the control desk backstage, you know, where all the action's happening. Presenters are coming on stage. She looks at me, she goes, okay, Carol, here's the deal. I need you, this is, when I, this is, your, this is your role tonight. I need you to go downstairs, like in the bowels of the Kodak Theater into room 22A. Peyton Manning's in there by himself. He wants to sit there um, the whole show, like watching it on a monitor. There's no windows. It's a terrible room. I need you to just go like hang out and like, like <laughs> entertain him, make sure he's okay. So I'm like, 
okay, this is weird. So knock on the door and he, he was like, yeah. And I opened up. I'm like, hey, uh, you know, more send me down. So make sure you're okay. Do you need anything? You know, so we start talking. He's like, oh, come on in, sit down. We're watching, uh, watching the show. Like he had a live feed of the show. Yeah. And I'm sitting there like I'm in a room with Peyton Manning, just chilling out, hanging out. And he's so funny because the whole time, like then his brother Eli wins an award and he's sitting there the whole time. Like, Oh God, listen to his speech. What's he thinking? I mean, why are you thinking this? And I'm like, and then he goes at the end, he goes, can you go get Eli for me? Like at the commercial break, you take him have a seat. I'm like, sure. So I go up at commercial break. I get Eli, bring him down. And I, I wish like to listen to the two of them. They're just two brothers fighting. Like, dude, why do you think that? Why do you think this? And they're sitting there fighting. And I'm just like going back and oh forth. Oh my God. Between the two Mannings. I'm like, you cannot make this shit up. Okay. And then, you know, then we sit there. We have light conversation. You know, it's all cool. And then they're like, hey, listen, you know, can you find us beer? And I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, I don't know. I'm like, that's a good question. Like, you know, the bars are probably closed from the cocktail party. And I said, you want to know something? I'm like, the host of the show, actor Rob Riggle, I'm like, his dressing room's right down the hall. He has the biggest dressing room. I go, we can probably go. I'm sure it's stocked with beer. And I remember Peyton going, are you okay? Are you sure? Is that the right thing to do? And I was like, he's oh so my sweet. God. And I go, Peyton, I go, let me put it in perspective for you. I don't care if it's the president of the United States. If Peyton and Eli Manning come into their room to steal beer, it's the greatest story they're ever going to tell ever. I'm like, no one's right? going to say, Hey, Peyton and Eli put the beer back. I'm like, I think we're good. So anyway, I went to get, I went to get them beer, but it ends with another funny blonde moment of mine because he was like, we were having this dinner after and it was right by LA live. Like, I mean, you would leave the Kodak theater. It was probably 50 feet away. You know, it was like, mm -hmm. and so I'm like, okay, we're all going to meet there. And he looks at me, he's like, is there like an underground tunnel? Like how? And, and I'm like, well, no. And it was, it was just, again, the fishbowl thing. He's like, Carol, I can't walk out to LA live. And it dawned on me. I'm like, he's right. Like he's Peyton Manning. Isn't that crazy? There's crowds because there's an award show going on. I can't just walk out with Peyton Manning without, I mean, even with security, like might be a man oh, yeah. rush, you know, and then he could get injured and then he could, you know, anything. And I'm like, oh my gosh, I, <laughs> you just kind of like lose sight of these things. So I yeah. um, figured out a way to get him over there, but he was concerned. He's like, listen, my wife's, you know, wanted to be in the audience with her friends or whatever all night. And, and um, I, you know, she needs to meet up with me. So he's like, you know, here's her number, blah, blah, blah. Her name's Ashley. Um, just get in touch with her and just, you know, get her to the restaurant after. I'm like, no problem. So I put Ashley's number. And, you know, when you're in the midst of an award show, you're just like, Ashley, you know, like, you know, and you put it in. Well, uh -huh. low, yeah, I know. You know where this is going. Lo and behold, like six months later, <laughs> I found out my dear cousin Ashley in New Jersey is pregnant. I'm so excited because it's her first baby. So what do I do? I start manically texting her. Ashley, oh my God. OMG, I'm so excited. OMG, do we know if we're having a boy or girl? Pregnancy emoji, pregnancy emoji. <laughs> totally. Every emoji. Then I don't get a response. So the next day I'm like, Ashley, did you get my note? I'm so excited because she had just visited me in Manhattan Beach. I'm like, I'm so excited for you with Todd. And oh my gosh. And like, what's the due date? I'm just like this harassing maniac only to like talk to my cousin Ashley and be like, oh yeah, I didn't get any texts from you. I'm like, you didn't? I'm like, I pounded you. And I look, I'm like, I was texting, yeah, Peyton Manning's wife. <laughs> but she never responded back. <laughs> She's just sitting there like, <laughs> anyway, it was, uh, it was, it was, a, uh, it was a fun blonde moment, but
Yeah. I couldn't, I couldn't even, I couldn't imagine being standing there listening to a a sibling. It's the best. Back and forth. And you know, they do stuff on TV together now. And that's why, because they're, they're just hysterical Southern guys and they're just ripping on each other. Like you and I would with our siblings, but the rest of the world just looks at them like Peyton and Eli. I'm like, no, they're totally tearing each other down. How tall are you? Uh, Me? I'm like five, six. So you're just like this little woman. Yeah, yeah. Like these huge, that's like when I picture you. Yeah. Just like. Yeah. Oh, it was uh, was hysterical. Like me going back and forth as they're having a sibling argument. It was great. But like playful argument, like totally just. Right. Terry. And then stealing beer for them. That was my like big moment. Yeah. I love it. Yeah. I'm going to, I'm going to steal beer for them. But anyway, um, thank you so much for joining. This is so much fun. I know. Thanks for having me on again. We're going to do it again because we still need to hit, you know, so many things, so many things (laughs) we need to hit, you know, some of your stuff. We need to hit my least favorite athlete, my all-time favorite athlete and why and I'm willing to share who my least favorite athlete is and do a whole impression of why because uh, yeah some people just like, I need I need to see the impression yeah it's uh, some people have bad souls and yeah I got it verified it's not just me but anyway um but thank you thank you so much love oh. you miss you I'm coming out to California soon so hopefully we can finally just meet yes. up which would be oh, great you got yes you have to tell me i know i know i will tell you i will tell you offline um okay. but thank you for being on so everybody check out uh melissa's instagram it's it's well i just messed it up it's <laughs> melissa vogel is the name of the handle it's it's melissa yes. vogel uh is the instagram handle and then her podcast is the bomb mom podcast on apple and everywhere else you watch podcasts and don't forget to subscribe to hollywood sports mom and we will see you next time bye melissa love you bye guys (laughs) bye (laughs)